Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 74 of the Brent Pella Show. 74. This week's episode is with a very special guest, Ryan Turner. He is a director based out of Los Angeles. He's also an editor and a producer and a writer and everything else that everybody in LA is. But specifically, this dude is a very, very talented director. I know Ryan from UC Santa Barbara. We met in college. Um, we've crossed paths a bunch of times over the past couple of years, but it's actually been a few years since I saw him. So we had a great time catching up on all things LA. It's a very LA conversation. It's also a very creative conversation. So if you guys are in any of the creative fields or you want to um, dip your toes into anything about filmmaking, production, uh, writing, creativity, anything like that, this is a very cool conversation to listen to. Um, and it starts off with a funny story from me about something that literally happened moments before Ryan came through for the podcast. So uh, we dive into that pretty quick. Um, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, my favorite supplement. You've heard me talk about it before. Definitely going to talk about it again because I take it every day. Uh, it's made with all seven types of supplemental magnesium that can help you recover faster and uh, aligns your body with its optimal health, baby. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella for 10% off. And Bioptimizers will send you a free copy of the Biological Optimization Blueprint, a book that's packed with nutritional information and facts based on research and science, scientific studies um, to help you live a happier, healthier life, which I want for you and you want for you because we should all be operating at our highest form so that when the aliens show up, they can be, they'll be like, oh damn, these people are actually pretty chill. Let's stay and party, right? Um, they're pretty healthy. Let's stay and have sex with them. That's what we all want to do with the aliens. All right, I'm getting off track. Guys, this episode of the podcast with Ryan Turner was an absolute blast um, and enjoy it. Here it is. What's up, bro? <laughs> Yo, Do you want headphones? Uh, yes, sure. You, you, don't, you don't have to use them, but you can. No, I won't. I'm. I'm have you um, done? Have you been on People's Podcast? Before? No, this is a. You're is, breaking my. Is this your first pod? You say breaking. You don't break a chair. You pop a chair. You pop a chair. You pop a podcast chair. We're gonna pop your podcast yeah. chair today, dude. Breaking sounds much more. Uh, Breaking's aggressive. Yeah. You want to pop it? Pop it like a pinata. You don't pop pinatas. Balloons. I'm yeah. Really... Pinatas you <laughs> smash. You're doing a great job. You would break pinatas. Ryan Turner, yeah. everybody. Hey, how's it going? Um, man, when was the last time we saw each other? Man. Uh, let's see. Was it a party? Probably. At, was it at your, when you lived in Los Feliz? Yeah. Yeah. That was like six years ago. <laughs> that was a long, that was a long time, time ago. ago. That was a long time ago. We didn't see each other. We didn't run into each other. No. I don't think we ever did. Unless you went to one of those, um, UCSB, uh, alumni things. Um, I did, but I don't think I was, we didn't over the Arclight ones. The, yeah. Yeah. At the, at the Arclight RIP, yeah. I guess, unless Tarantino's buying it. I don't know. Or um, Dude, my voice. Do you hear my voice right now? Yeah, it's gone. So we were just shooting this video. Okay. Uh, where me and my buddy Aristotle, he goes by at Blake Weber on Instagram. Okay. Um, we we're shooting this video uh, dressed up as big birds, like like crows. Not big bird, but not like, big bird, but but like big uh, birds. Yeah, yeah. And we're the the bird, the the loud birds outside your window at five a.m. Right. Nice. And so we're on my balcony, just screaming like, "Hey, hey!" What's good? And like screaming at each other, just, so just being right super loud, right here, okay. loud as fuck. And the police got called, and they walk up in the alley and they look up, and I'm dressed in, as a bird. I have, I have the crow nose on me. I'm a big black and everything. No way. And um, and they look up and they're like, "What's going on?" 
And I was like, oh, we're shooting a comedy video. We're, we're dressed as like the birds that wake you up in the morning, right? And the cop was like, oh, okay, because we got a call about a, a woman screaming. They're like, there's a woman in trouble. Oh. And we were like, holy shit. Because we were both screaming like, ah! like, like that, right? And so they were like, we got to come up. And I said, all right. I mean, it's three is right here. I gave them the address and everything. Yeah, yeah. So they came around and, and they came up and I answered my door. There's five of them. There's five, five cops. Granted, probably a good thing that they show up with five cops for a woman screaming. Yeah, yeah. You so don't good know on the LAPD for that. How many attackers? Right. You don't know how many birds are yeah. straight up assaulting yeah, a woman. Yeah, I mean, hey, that, yeah. I've, birds with Hitchcock, you know, it's a real Exactly. It's a real thing. And so they come to the door, and I'm still in full bird mode. I got the beak on. Yeah, uh, we, we just, while they were walking up, we got we got the rest of our shots on the balcony. Were we, you messing, like, them. in the, you're still the... <laughs> no, but that would have been hilarious if I just, if I Sacha Baron Cohen'd it. Yeah, you're just... I, I answered I'm, the door I'm the like, bird. hey! <laughs> what's up? And, um... I answer the door. There's five of them. They immediately start laughing Mm -hmm. and they're like, we got to come in and check it out. And I was like, well, wait, hang on. Cause don't you have to have a warrant to come in? Not that I have any like contraband or anything, but just the rights thing. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I said, I'd I'd rather not if that's okay. Like you see, I'm a bird. And they said, Oh no, actually we have to, there's an, it's, it's the, I I think they said the unknown trouble law or the, Mm. something like that. It was like the, um, that's what they is that the, ver- they the, the like verbiage was like there was a phrase it was like I'm sorry it's it's unknown trouble so we have to come in huh and he like made a, a mo- yeah and he just started walking in and I was like I guess that's a thing I had no idea so yeah. they come inside of course they look around there's nothing in here it's me and my but he's in a bird costume too another bird yeah and our DP is filming the whole thing on a phone DP's not a bird DP's not a bird DP's a human and I came over, I was like, hey, come watch the footage. And I brought him in here and I showed him the footage and they just started laughing and um, and then they left uh, and it was great. And I went back out to the living room and I saw that I had left my prop gun on the couch because I have a prop Ooh. gun that looks like a legitimate looks, firearm. It's yeah. a... It's a um, it's an airsoft gun. No, no, no. It's all black. It looks like a straight up movie gun. Right. And I, we were using it in the video. We were like right. waving around a gun, but nobody saw the gun. That's not why they called 911. It was a quick shot. But it was right there. It was like out in the open That's... and they didn't see it. <laughs> so like they did a great job. Five of them. But none of them, none, they had one five job, cops in my house. Yeah, they didn't five. see a gun <laughs> on the couch. So wow. I was all hyped up, um, man. And yeah. wait, and then the story is that two houses down there was a woman in need. That right? <laughs> yeah, five, exactly. Exactly. Five cops that went to the birdhouse. Yeah, and they like, came. Everything arrested looks good a couple here. of birds yeah, instead. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, a woman is being brutally murdered. Yeah. Next door. You needed at least one of the um, five. One of the five cops could have gone there. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, dude, my career's going okay. Uh, <laughs> dressed as a bird on a Wednesday afternoon and having the police called on me. I think that's a great. I I can't wait to see that. I think that's. Great. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. cut in the the footage of the cops at the very end of the video like bloopers that's right? yeah, yeah 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 um man it was wild but how are you how, oh, how are man. your projects going it's been great uh yeah i mean it sounds weird to say that in uh you know post pandemic because people are still going yeah yeah through, but get like, a little closer to, to yeah, the, yeah 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 people oh, are oh there i can yeah, that sounds good, way right? better yeah. yeah okay um or move it closer to me too i yeah, saw you doing right. that mm-hmm. this yeah. is my first so i was like yeah okay i'm learning i'm comfy with it yeah yeah okay uh, no, it's been, it's been, um, so I started a production company at, in January Cool. and, um, we moved into offices and we have offices. That's amazing. And it's crazy how that can legitimize you. Cause I've been out here 
nine, ten years. I don't know. What, yeah. What's your count? Uh, dude, same. I moved out here right after graduating. Right. I mean, I'm 17, but uh, I graduated in 2012 at Santa Barbara. Right, right, right. I'm 17 years old. And then I moved <laughs> yeah. immediately. So I'm coming up on 10 yeah, we years. Yeah, I met you. You were very young in college. Yeah. You were yeah. Like I was very young. years old or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think, yeah, I moved out 2011 summer. So 10 years, 10-ish yeah. years. But yeah, so... Long story short, having an office legitimizes you in a way that I I did not know. Uh, cool. Like my, a brick and mortar office. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, it's got like that. It lo- I was saying this looks Gatsby. That looks Gatsby too. You cool. know, because you gotta model your life after the after great Gatsby. Great right. Gatsby. Yeah, you gotta be a great Gatsby. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I uh, it's crazy because just since then, I got my biggest job ever directing. Um. Because I direct. That's yeah. Uh, that's what I do. So I want to get there, but first yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. I want to go back because it, it really has been a while, and yeah, yeah. I've watched all your stuff over the years, from the Doritos stuff to the shorts, uh, the one with um, so, uh, Date in Twenty Twenty Five. Yes, that yeah, that was one of my favorites. It's called yeah, yeah. A Date in Twenty Twenty Five. That was a, that was a rad short film. So you came out here. Twenty. We went to college together at UCSB. We worked on some stuff together. Crossed paths a bunch. We were hanging, yeah. and then you moved out here. What did you get into? in 2011 when you first got to LA? What were those first couple of years like? Yeah, I was an assistant editor on a feature. Oh, never, cool. Never ended up coming out, um, but this is... Damn, what happened? It, it, yeah, I, good question. Fuck, <laughs> uh, yeah. shot a whole feature and didn't Yeah, yeah, it? it had uh, Tony Sirico. It's on IMDb, Christopher Lloyd and me. I had a speaking role in it. I got SAG really? eligible really quickly after uh, coming in here, and um, I, uh, I got a job assistant editing it. And I basically just uh, spent maybe eight months. I was like, oh, this is LA's easy. Everyone's saying it's difficult. Like, I got a job right away. That job ended. I didn't get another job for like six months. Damn. I was on Craigslist every day submitting, you know, being like, I'll do anything. Yeah. I did extra work. Did you ever try to PA? Uh, I PA'd a little bit. Yeah, I did anything. Any, I did, yeah, I okay. Really anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> I sucked dick. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the implied. For, no, I am yeah, giving yeah, credit. Yeah. yeah, for the for the minimum wage. Yeah, um, yeah the running the running for rate. For two hundred for twelve for sucking dick, dude. Yeah, inflation's up now because of COVID. But right. <laughs> it's, it's uh, yeah, I, yeah, and I, I basically I did that. I, I raised money on Kickstarter for a music video. I spent all my money that I made on a web series. Uh, released those. No one saw them. Cool. So that was disheartening. Of course. And, and yeah, great. We all need that though. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. punches you. You're just like you I was need like, a, you need some gut punches. You did yeah. LA definitely is the great humbler. And yeah. uh and then I, I met a friend doing extra work. And dude, I remember that we met up uh at coffee with him like around this time. Jesse Pepe. Oh yeah. Did, of I'm course. Not, I'm not gay music video yeah. that we made. Hilarious together. comedy video. Um I met up with you because you had done a bunch of music videos. I'd I'd even I helped out. I think I AD'd one of yours, Walk of Shame or something. Yep. yep. Went up to Santa Barbara. Phenomenal. Phenomenal yeah. piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Guys great. go watch Walk of type in Walk of Shame Brent Pella on yeah. YouTube. It's the second thing I ever made. Third thing I ever made. But it's, the first like real thing. And I was in the bike path love too. That was yes, my you were the nerd. I was a nerd. That was awesome. I was a nerd in that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so we, we, I was like, man, listen, I've spent all my money. I've raised all the money I can raise. And I, I'm like broke. I, I'm like doing mm-hmm. extra work. One of my favorite extra moments was uh, there's a guy in front of me. or and, and, and we're doing one of those uh, judge shows. You know, one of those like judge Judy, but not Judge Judy. So it's like literally exact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and you know, you're getting paid 32 for four. So this is what you're getting paid. You're getting paid $32. You drive out from, from like, so you're driving out. Your gas is like $20, right? So you're making like $14. They gave you $32? And, and, and I see the person in front of me and, and, you know, they park in LA parkings, its own thing. And there's uh their car's getting a ticket. Seventy seventy two $72. Oh no. They're netting. They lost $40. They did extra work. 
Was it back? Or they had to sit there knowing on a, that on the, a fake judge <laughs> on show. A fake judge show. Oh man! Yeah. So that what, was. How many years in were you? This what? was like this was year two, three, year two, two three, okay. three, and then I started editing weddings. That was another great period because uh, I had a friend. Or all my roommates, I was living with. Like we had, we literally had college two point. We had beds touching. Yeah. And uh, all of all of my roommates had significant others at this time, and I was uh, editing weddings during my daytime. I was single. And I would just be seeing the happiest couples editing every day, their, their best life. I'd go home, all, my, all the girlfriends are over, and I would just be like, this is a good period of my life. Yeah, yeah it was a good yeah. period. But we did, the, we did that comedy music video, the I'm Not Gay, that uh, ended up getting pretty big. With Jesse, yeah. Yeah, with Jesse, with Jesse, JP, I'm Not Gay. Yeah. Uh, you can look that up on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, we got flown out to different places in the state to, for him to perform that. Hilarious. It was big. At, at like gay bars? At gay bars. Yeah, that's Yeah. Funny. And he would always, because the gag is like, he's saying he's not gay, but he's really gay. He's and, closeted, right? But it's a very pro-LGBTQ message. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was so funny. It's like not about him, It's or not about whether being gay or straight, it's just about this dude that just takes it too far, right? Right, so right, like right, 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 right. But he would always go on these tours, and I would be his plus one. He'd say I was his manager, and we'd go out, and we'd nice. just go to these bars and have these ridiculous nights and go to like this bar in Detroit that was in the 8 Mile where he's performing, and then everyone would be like, so are you actually gay? And then he would answer in really cryptic ways. You know, he'd be like, yeah. well, well, I came with this guy, and he'd point to me, and I'd be like, what the dude? Come on. They're like, they're like well, he's definitely a bottom. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> this is great. This is great. <laughs> this is great. So uh, that led to my first commercials. Uh, oh, cool. That uh, guy saw it, really liked my work, was like, hey, I got commercials, directed those. Was that Virgin when you were doing the Virgin? Those were before. These were like this. It was called Virgin? Fitness Buddy. Okay. Um, this, it was like a fitness app. So um, at this point, you're kind of, because LA is weird when you first come out here to do anything in entertainment because yeah. you, you're like a pinball. Oh, yeah. You just bounce around a bunch. Like when I, when I was first starting, I had the, my main thing was at uh, Cheesecake Factory. Right. And then I would bounce from PA gig to like one time I, I drove an eight foot mirror in a, a cargo van to right. San Francisco <laughs> and I had to come back the same night because I didn't want to pay for my hotel. Right. So I drove six hours up, six hours back and they clocked me at a 12 hour day. I, and then I yeah. had to wake up at 10 a.m. for like the morning shift at Cheesecake. Um, yeah. And then from there, it was like, you know, weird improv classes, just bouncing around doing a million things. Yeah. So that's similar for you. Uh, but from a directing standpoint, because directing, directing was always the path for you, right? And, and editing was my breadwinner. Uh, right, yeah. right, right. Okay. They didn't trust me as the mirror guy. Yeah. They didn't have that, <laughs> yeah. didn't have that opportunity. They shouldn't have trusted yeah. me. <laughs> Dude, I was PAing one time on a gig, and uh, it was toward, it was it was in the twilight of my PA career. Yeah. Um, and I lost an envelope with $500 in it. It, it was petty cash. And I think what happened was I threw it away. With because uh, I had like a bunch of papers and shit in my PS car. throw a lot of stuff like away. Like old call sheets and trash yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just this manila envelope right there that had $500 in it. And I think I just threw it away. Yeah. But, and to their credit, the coordinators were like ridiculously nice about it. Right. And did not harass me or give me a hard time. That's nice. They also that. didn't hire me again, but it, it was toward the end of my career. So, yeah. As a PA. Um, Sent you into retirement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they, <laughs> yeah. they probably think that I stole it. I didn't steal the five hundred dollars. Yeah, although I should have because yep. the way they reacted. wouldn't have been a bad play. It sounds like it yeah. would have been very it's three yeah. days worth of work. Yeah, you know. Yeah, a um, couple parking tickets. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it it is crazy that 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 I I really early on realized I did not want to be on set working on mm -hmm. other people's sets, uh, and this is definitely an ego thing. But I yeah. was there was one shoot in particular, 
and it was called Novelas Atras. And I, I get my horrible Spanish accent. But that being said, the guy that made this was not didn't speak any Spanish. If you wondered why he named it Novelas Atras, you would not be able to know why. Yeah. He and, and it's one of those movies, and he made it to get the girl. You know that he made it yeah. to he made it to basically get this girl that he was attracted to. Oh, so I'm gross. I'm helping him shoot this. I feel like I'm part of this weird You're just a pawn and I'm this a, weird yeah I, even i was diting and diting like for those that don't know it's like you go in a room and you just you know dumping cards and doing yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that's what Organizing i was doing footage and all exactly that. i i just man i was watching these shoots and i was i was getting depressed I was yeah, like, I yeah, can't. yeah there was there was some really bad shoots that i was helping out with and i was like you know what editing i don't have to deal with this i can do it on my own time i got my own setup and so yeah that was that was my breadwinner and then yeah the weddings went into corporate videos and then you know i was directing like and so the next big like landmark i guess landmark milestone in my career was mm-hmm. the doritos like you mentioned yeah so i did one of those uh doritos super bowl uh got to the finals yeah so doritos they and they don't do this anymore but they did a competition right for super bowl people could submit originally made doritos commercials yeah and the top three would air top uh top well they, they it depends on the years one of, it was like the top one would air, the favorite one would win, and then my year they, they aired two. Cool. Uh, mine was not one of the ones that were aired, but I was in the finalist. But so you were they, like the third. Right? Yeah, like yeah. The I next mean, one up. They never whatever. released the numbers. I felt oh, like okay. Desmond. Like so, you vote every day, right? And yeah. So yeah, like yeah. I was like treating it as if you you know you win a million dollars. Yeah. You win a million dollars, you air in the in the in the Super Bowl. So I was like, okay, well if my month is paid a million dollars, how hard would I work? I'd be like, that's very hard. Right. Right. So right. I would go to Apple stores. And I would go to the devices and I would, I'm probably going to get in trouble. No well, way. I can't get in trouble. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And I would go to different devices and I would vote on the devices. Each no one's way. a different IP address. That <gasps> was, and I would go to another Apple store and I would, I would, I would, I would, I would vote. I would vote every day. I would oh type, my God. I felt like Desmond and Lost. You know, you yeah, type yeah, yeah. in a number and every single, I was yeah, like, like, I don't even know. They uh, don't ever release the vote count. They don't release the vote count. So you don't, I, I would like to think I was third. That's what I tell myself. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, we didn't, we didn't air. I was at the Super Bowl and so they fly you out. Cool. You spend like a week with all the other finalists, you know, and, and you they wine and dine you. They take you like we were going to go hot air ballooning. You do all these crazy things and you get all the Super Bowl events. You meet football players. It's like they really make you uh, they, they really give you a good time. And and then you're in the stadium and anytime the fo- they don't tell you when it's going to air. So anytime the game ends, your commercial could possibly air and you could win a million dollars. So God. anytime the game stops, you're just kind of like and they didn't tell you and the you're whole in time? the stadium. You're not watching it on TV. So you're just waiting for like something you're waiting oh, for man. you're waiting for like uh some text, like text you're like or yeah like anytime you get a text your heart stops you're like did it <laughs> and and then you know uh the woman next to me starts screaming she's the wife of the guy that won scott uh-huh. uh for the first one he won the million and uh he had a great commercial middle seat and uh he ended up winning but the 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 silver lining like you talked the virgin america commercial the day before the super bowl i get a call and it was like a very hollywood moment and i'm in the hotel room we're getting ready, you know, it's the night before, and I get this call, and it's it's a guy that works for Virgin America, and he says, hey, I saw your commercial, I loved it, uh, I, I was hard to find your phone number, but I found it. He's like, are you free next Friday to direct a commercial with Richard Branson in Vegas? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I am free for that. Uh, and uh, and he, uh, he was like, yeah, so regardless if you win or lose, we loved your commercial, we want you to come out. Amazing. Uh, and so, yeah, lost. But they sent an email right after we lost, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we still think you should have won, but uh, we're still moving ahead on this commercial." So we're flying back to LA after from Arizona. It was in Phoenix, 
So we're flying back to LA, me and my, my partner who made it with me, Travis, uh, Travis Brown. And we, and he basically, we were pitching these ideas. They gave us like a brief. So we come up with these ideas. We land, we pitch the ideas. And then yeah, three days later, flying out to Vegas and to shoot with Richard Branson, directing Richard Branson did not like being directed by me. Oh really? Uh, I, tw- I think I was like 22 well, he, or 20. He was just wanted, he just wanted to go to space. Yeah. He that's just wanted, he, yeah, that's, that's what his mind, even back then, even, even back then, yeah, he's like, well, then. who the fuck is this kid? I want to be in space right now. Yeah. Why am I not on an asteroid? It's actually, I was like, can you say the script? I, we hear, we hear about your space. Uh, <laughs> <Mr>. Branson, <laughs> there's a script here. All Richard but, Branson wants <laughs> yeah. is to be in space. And I, I found this out, uh, uh, that he basically only like as soon as he lands because he has his island, his island, sure. uh, Necker Island, uh, and he lands in the U.S. and I guess the IRS starts the clock when he lands. So like his island is where he gets away from paying taxes no from way. any country. And if he stays in the U.S., so he's in. So this guy and he's on the fit, island all the time, all the time. And he, when he comes to the U.S., they just pile on all the events, right? So I was just one of his – I had, like, him for 30 minutes, right? For me, it was, like, right. the biggest thing in my life. Right, Him, right. he's, like, giving a six-hour speech afterwards. He's like, who's this kid? Right, He right, thought he was right. just going to be sitting and talking head. I'm like, let's make a commercial. Like, yeah. let's, let's get funny things going on. Let's get – and so he, you know, he does not – he's just, like, already on the next thing. He's like, what do I need to say, yeah, you know? Yeah. And as I'm talking, he's just going, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so if you're trying to – like, like if you hypothetically try to direct me right now, I'd be him. Hey, so yeah, we're going yeah, to get the yeah, camera yeah, coming yeah, this way. Way. I yeah, want you okay. to look straight yeah. ahead, and yeah. then when he yeah. gives you this beat, yeah. you want yeah. to look to your yeah. left. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! That's, yeah, was, what a nightmare, yeah. dude! And I was like, and and, and so I, but I, I guess I that's go, just how you talk when you have billions of dollars. Yeah, he's just like this. He just say one sentence. I don't need a. I don't need your life story. Just right, tell, right, right. You right. know, he is. He's he's worth a lot more money than than significantly more money than I'm worth. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, just. Objectively, you don't know, but I'm I'm definitely worth less than Richard Branson. <laughs> uh, and I like you know like do I go Sir Richard? Uh, so yeah. Oh right, he's a knight. And and he didn't do anything that I said. Uh, and so I'm like, oh, that was great because <laughs> he couldn't hear me because he just said yeah. So I'm like yeah, but can oh you? Oh my god. Right, you know, great take. Uh, can you hit the? Can you can you hit the mark and just say the lines? I was more efficient when I said it next time because I knew I definitely. You I was caught like, on I a gotta, bit. Yeah, I gotta say it in once. Yeah. I got like three words for this guy. It's like right. walk, mark. Move head left. Line. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Say line. Walk uh, mark line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's great dailies too where you could see like there's the, – it ends with – so the premise is like there's a guy that, uh, you know, orders a lobster and – or no, orders a salad. Richard Branson walks up, orders a lobster. They're both the same price. Mm-hmm. So the idea being Virgin America, you can price match with any airline. So if you're – why would you take the salad when you can get the lobster? Right, That's like right, the right. commercial sure. idea. Yeah. So, so – uh, yeah, basically the very end, you know, he's popping champagne and the guy that, that had to get the salad is like eating a salad while he's popping champagne in the back. Sure, sure. So that was like his favorite part of, you know, he was having a lot of fun because we surrounded him with girls and it was a great time. Sure. Um, and, you know, he's he's laughing, smiling, and you don't even hear my voice, but you know when I walk up because he's just laughing and smiling, he just looks up like this. Like, <laughs> it's just his whole demeanor he just goes, <laughs> just super de- like listening to me again he's like right. what is this kid this right. kid just tell me what you need right i need to get out of here and i'm with girls like what is your problem <laughs> I, i've flown in here from my island like and and i guess he'd like hurt he he his shoulder was hurting from from kite surfing or something of course it was yeah it was hurting from kite surfing and his ankle was busted and from his you know space program climbing up a boulder horizontal yeah. with his new moon boots <laughs> yeah Breaking he's gravity. a space knight. He is Richard yeah, Branson's is. a space knight. You can't direct a space knight. No, you, I mean, who who is I? Yeah. Who was I to even think I could? So, bat, so were you write in college? You wrote a lot. Did you write the stuff that you directed? This I, and you know, this is an interesting thing. I've learned I had to write. That was like a yeah. big L.A. punching me in the face over and over again. I liked 
correcting stuff that other people wrote. Oh, interesting. Partly because I uh, edit. So for me, okay. it's like if I have a if I'm writing, directing, editing, I'm so in it. And as, as I'm sure you know with comedy, like you get so subjective in it. You're like, this was yeah. funny at one point. Uh, I don't know if it's like, I, I, I don't know what's funny anymore. Yeah. I don't know what funny is, but I just going to take that Northern star of that first time I heard that and just keep trying to make that totally. And with editing, it's like any, you know, you can make or break stuff in the edit. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, for me, it was like, I liked having that other set of eyes that was in there from the beginning. I've since, so Dayton 2025, the short film, um, which was like really like the next milestone I would say, but that, that one was written by uh, Matthew Hart, who who's a good friend of mine, and we worked together on that. But I always liked that collaborative process, and because cool. I edited mainly out of necessity, because like then I could put more of the money on screen. Yeah. Um, then I, I found that working with the writer. So now, but now I've now I would say yes. Now I write my. Now stuff. you write your stuff. Now I'm forced to. Um, w- was your trajectory always ideally into features, and is it still? Yeah, but, yeah. Because commercials to me are awesome. I want to make commercials because every commercial to me is a comedy sketch. Yes, it's just exactly. A sketch. Yeah, it's the same beats. It's the same pacing. You know yeah. what I mean? You write it the same way. You're trying to get people with a laugh early. Exactly. Typically, I mean, unless it's you know a Viagra commercial, but even those can be funny. They can sometimes. be funny. They can be um, funny. Should be funny. Did you write the Doritos one? Uh, Travis wrote it. Travis, okay, cool. Travis Brown, my my uh, my friend, who's now slaying it at Disney. He's doing doing great stuff. That's dope. So ideally, if if and when you move into the feature world, do you see yourself directing other people's scripts and so, choosing projects based on what you like? Or do you have concepts that you want to flesh out and write yourself? Both. Okay. So that's it. And that's this. That's why it's a really exciting time right now because uh, so I got my biggest job ever uh, in January. It was for this biotech company called Zymergen. And uh, I, I, I think that just happened where everyone's back was against the wall and I because like, you know, there's that paradox where it's like, how do you get those big budget projects when mm-hmm. you're talented enough to do them, but no one's given you that opportunity to do them? How do you get the opportunity if you haven't done them in the past? Because they're like, just show us what you've done. Right, right. right. So it was just kind of this perfect lineup. My, my, my business partner who I started the production company with, uh, Zubin, he put, he put me up for it. Like he was like, this is the guy. I'm telling you this is the guy. So he told the production company, called the production company, convinced them. Then I called the agency, have to talk to them. Then I called the client, have mm-hmm. to talk to them. And it was just like, a, it was the week yeah. of the biggest calls of my life. Eventually like, all right, this guy might might be able to do it, right? Yeah. Let's give him a shot. So, and then and then I just went all in on it. And yeah. and, uh, and it's a it's a corporate video. It's out, uh, well, their company, Zymogen.com, you can see them. Um, but but it, it, that led me, I got, w- when we got money from that, we were like, okay, so you know, we pay people out, but production companies in the industry they take a percentage of certain fees just to kind of take a fee to keep the lights on, like yep. to pay the office, yep. which we have an office now. Um, so for us, it's like let's we're gonna put that money back into stuff. I said I got ended up getting hired a couple more times with the client. It was a really good month, um, and I said let's take that money and let's get a writer working on a script for me. Awesome. Um, so we we basically were like let's pull the trigger. So that the second draft of that will be done next week. At the same time, Jesse, who I mentioned earlier, yeah. we, he's my writing partner. Oh, great. Two of us are working on our own project. And so it's kind of like whatever happens, whatever is going first is going to happen. See, it's funny that it doesn't matter where you are. If you're in the entertainment in LA, you're always bouncing around. Yeah. Always. 
Yeah. Is that pin, you're a pinball at the beginning and you're a broke pinball. You're, yeah, you're, and then you get diamond. less broke. Yeah, yeah. Or you I just mean, get broken so many times you that broke, you're like, yeah, I, can't, exactly. I can't get broken exactly. anymore. Exactly. The coal starts turning into diamond. Yeah. Um, but it's funny how you're always going to be bouncing around. Like, I'm bouncing between a million things right now, too. Dude, yeah. I want, I, I, yeah I've been a big fan of your stuff oh, thanks, uh, since bro. the beginning, obviously, since we worked together. But yeah, like, yeah. it's been really, really cool. What, some of my favorite things are like just seeing, I mean, it was a couple years ago that I was like, oh, man, people are sharing your stuff that don't even know that I know you like that's what's really nice. cool that's my yeah, that's, that's awesome. my favorite thing to see and just from your stand up your animation and your stand up from the Spirit Airlines like that going absolutely viral yeah. that killing it people sharing that around that I was like oh this is so great to see and I remember you even did um the, this is how small LA is cuz like I remember my roommate at the time did a song with you that Valentine's Day song with the giant cookie Danny Eldridge Daniel oh, Eldridge uh, uh yeah helped, that was um was that so alone Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I was out in the desert. And, and, and again, not <laughs> oh, connected through me by any yeah. means, but just like, I was, he so was like, funny. oh, I'm working with this guy. Uh, and, I, and I was like, no way. Yeah, and dude. And that's, that's like my favorite thing in the world yeah, is one, cool. seeing friends doing really well, which congratulations on all the success you've been doing. But like two, just like that small industry, people overlapping. Yeah. And like, I was just like, I love this guy. Like, but it's, it's, fun, it's fun to root for people that you really like. Yeah. Because a lot of people will get ahead in probably any industry, but especially yeah. this one. With, with like like uh bad intentions kind of like they'll get ahead out of spite or stepping out of, on people they'll step on people they'll un- undercut people they'll, yeah. they'll play people and manipulate but when people actually get ahead with talent and hard work yeah it's like amazing dude it fires me up more than anything else it's 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 really beautiful to see i yeah, think like it's and, fun and, and and then it's just like well that was always an inevitability right you mm-hmm. think that in your head you're like that's an inevitability because that person was talented and it was just a matter of time yeah but it doesn't feel like that it does not feel like that yeah. when you're in the no, trenches. It does not. Everyone else tells you like, "Oh, you're doing the trenches <laughs> are muddy." <laughs> like my I, when I first met with this first DPI that shot like the I'm not gay stuff, um, and he's he's like he's like talent never goes unnoticed in the city, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's a great thing, you know," and but and I think that's true, but it doesn't go unnoticed over like a a, a long expanse of time. Yeah, like you have to and you have to be tapping on people's shoulders constantly right you you have to just be like i exist i exist hey do you remember that i exist that's like the things like doritos are really nice or like a short film that shares it like when i did kickstarters they're even like nice because they you you remind people you exist yeah um like you you know i have a ton of people in la that i've met but you are uh when you reach out to me i'm like oh of course brent because you pop up constantly right so like you're just a presence yeah, your presence. I'm trying. I try to be annoying to the point where people think I'm around always. Yes, I think <laughs> in like a good way. You know, there's a line in. Um, have you seen Pop Star with Andy Samberg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that line Sarah Silverman says. Or she plays his manager, and she's like, "I want Connor to be at the point where he's just everywhere. You know, like right. oxygen or clinical depression, just." everywhere yeah. like the birds I'm trying to be that like yeah, the yeah, birds yeah, yeah, yeah like just, the birds. Dude, just i can't the... wait for this one to come out. <laughs> i can't oh wait God. for this it's fun to do stuff like that you know my heart really lies in big production value type stuff yeah uh, that i can stylize and make look legitimate totally but quick hit stuff like this that i can shoot in an hour or less on on a you know a handheld dslr that's uh, so just fun that That's, stuff is fun. And it also hits more than some of the highly produced comedy you stuff. You are always trying to recreate that on big... Like, that's yeah. having, having you know, done everything from, like, just me and a camera to, like, big crews. Yeah. Um, I have, like, a really exciting commercial coming up, comedy commercial for a casino in, in Phoenix happening oh, cool. soon. Um, and that's... And, like, all I'm going to try and do in that is to, to replicate exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because you have all these people standing around, 
you know, you have, you have a massive crew, you have all these lights and everything, and, and it takes forever to do anything because every new shot, you know, you want to make it pretty. So it's going to take the finesse, the finesse, even moving from like the camera here to here. Yeah. It's like a 30, minute, 30 minutes, 30 yep. minutes to an hour. Yep. And, and, but you're trying to recreate that kind of visceral energy that, you know, just, just being a person with the camera has. Right. So like for every one of my things, every single project we've ever done, I do a, what, what I call like a test shooter. Like it's a kind of a previs in a way, but I take my phone. I, I go out with the actors. Uh, if I can get the real actors, like if they're my friends, great. If not, I get my roommates to just play the, the roles. Yeah, yeah. And I film on my phone just the whole thing. Oh, that's cool. The whole movie. Yeah. And I edit it, and I get to see the no movie. <laughs> yeah. and, and especially for comedy, especially for uh, commercials, because when you have like 30 seconds, you only have a certain amount of time. When we did Baby's First Word, was the Doritos commercial was Baby's First Word. You know, we had a baby. So it was like, right. I have like, I have four hours of this baby. I have to figure out babies can cry for four hours. Straight. Babies, yes, or, and sleep. They, they, yeah. This baby was incredible. Liam was like, we could not have gotten luckier. Auditioning babies was an interesting. What is thing. that like? <laughs> it was, uh, it was weird. Uh, How do you audition was, a baby? I, you know, it was weird because the question of that didn't come to my head until literally the first baby was right in front of me. Okay, and I was like, what do I? Wait a can you, you kind of just gotta look? I was at like, it. does it? They can't say the lines right, like, right? Because the line is the baby has to say Doritos, right? But babies uh, are dumb. Babies are yeah. They're just dumb. Are, they're, they're just dumb. They're, they're idiots. I, I love babies, but they're so stupid. They're really they're stupid. really stupid. And the stupidest people on the on the planet are babies. Like, oh, probably scientifically, scientifically, just yeah, biologically, they're illiterate. They don't know math. They're science. They're really pathetic. Yeah, pathetically unintelligent. Yeah, and I get this baby in front of me and there was man the stories of this audition were hilarious because like there's the mom one of them is like the mom with the baby in her arm right yeah and the baby's sleeping because babies sleep uh, a oh, lot and yeah, yeah oh, <laughs> this is also like educational yeah. uh and and she i guess the baby felt she was coming up from long beach you know that's what you hear of these auditions is like the, the life story of these people yeah and, and and to be fair nothing against it's it's a terrible audition is awful it's I, the worst. I, I, I have full empathy for these people yeah at the same time i'm seeing 100 people yep. uh so she's coming in she's like with the baby and she's like you know he's usually and she's like nudging him she's like he's usually He's usually awake and he's, oh he's, my God. and I'm like, I, I was like, please stop. Like, try to wake your baby. <laughs> like maybe come back. Like, I don't need, I don't need you to wake your baby. Yeah, like your yeah. baby looks peaceful. I yeah. don't need that. Don't wake up. Like baby. I can't cast him obviously, right, right. but I also don't want you to. And she's like, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's really like, he's, and I'm like, I was like, thank you so much for your time. Another baby, uh, came in and, without the parent and it was just like this like, barely <laughs> what, walking. Just waddling. Yeah. Just waddling in. What? And then the door, the parents closed the door. And the baby just looks terrified. At which wait, why, it just waddled in without yeah. the parents. Without the, pa and well, the, the parents, parents like the door, pushed like nudge it in because that's he's like. Oh my god, in. dude! And then the baby just like looks at us, and I look at the baby, and I'm just, I'm like hi, and then the baby just like you know is like because the door in the audition rooms they're like look to cover it so that they're like blue so there's no yeah. handles like visible handles so this baby just is like now I'm in a room where there's no exit there's these strange men staring at me with a camera and it just started crying oh my god and I was like I don't know can bring them like bring the parents I was like bring the parents and then there was and then like it was crazy and we're like I, like, I was like trying to get these ba babies to say like can you say Doritos none of them could because like it's a complicated word it is a complicated, it is a complicated word yeah. and 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 then the baby that got it liam you know and this is this is how you know like the baby just strutted in <laughs> came in super <laughs> biggest smile on his face comes in he sits there and he just goes 
hi. Oh my and God. And we're like, hi. And he's like, he's, and he's like, okay. And then he goes, Ritos. And I just go, I'm like, the, we give that's it. This, it. That's this, it. Yeah. This he, was baby. he the only one that could say part of the word at least? Yeah. He yeah. was, he was, how, he was, how old was he at the time? He was, uh, gosh, I'm so bad at baby ages. I at think least like three one. or four. Okay. Three or four. Three right. or four. So playing like to- two. Toddler age. Playing three or four to play, <laughs> play two. two to play two. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it was. Oh man! It, 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 and yeah, you got to keep up with this baby. You got to keep up with his career. He's, I I follow. I'm friends on Facebook with his with his family. Is he uh, doing like child acting? I I you know I need to keep up with. His, I see the pictures of him. Okay. He's, he's aging well. He's edu- aging. Uh, that's weird, he's aging well. That's a, that's he's like seven. That's weird, he looks five though. <laughs> you know, he's, yeah, he's <laughs> he still, looks five. He's still you he's know he's playing ba- half his baby age. face forever. Still, yeah. yeah. No, he was he was amazing. He was so. And I remember my favorite was this girl that came in. She was like a grandma, like an old curmudgeon in a in a. She just like she just came in like scowl on her face and she's just like my parents made me come here today and i was like i was like oh okay she's like she's like i i i, I can say your script and i was like okay can you do you want to and she's like doritos and i was like this is so it, anyways that oh was that was an interesting experience and uh i love working with with kids because to me it's like playing films are just make-believe like you're talking yeah. about like they're yeah. just playing they're playing yeah when kids are there it just making them have fun we did a doritos the next year that was called queen of the court and had um it had another another little girl that was super talented and we got to send her flying on um with a stunt like with wires and she was having the greatest time and i was like this is awesome yeah that's cool cool. and like so yeah i think that was it's the whole audition process is super weird um i don't even know how i got on that topic it is weird the audition process is real weird i mean i i 99% 99% of the stuff I get sent to audition for, I just don't. Yeah, um, makes sense. For self-tape stuff. I mean, for uh, I don't want to really act in commercials. Well, I do, but I don't want to audition for them mm. because they're not really looking for somebody that looks like me. You mm. know what I mean? I'm, yeah. like, I'm like a half-decent-looking white guy. If, if, they want, but, but, if they want a white guy, they want a character-looking white guy. Right. They want a white guy that looks like Jonah Hill in 2010. Or they want a white guy that looks like, you know, um, what's that dude's name? That's like, uh, the tall, skinny guy from uh, Road Trip. No, did you ever see Road Trip? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the yeah, one yeah, that yeah, yeah, hooks yeah, up yeah, with yeah, the big yeah. black woman. They want like a weird yeah, character yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can make a face like I can make faces like that. Yeah. But just my natural. But so whenever I see like something come in for a uh, for a. Um, a white, a white dude or a Caucasian like comedian. I just, I'm like, ah, five, I'd yeah. rather, it's gonna take 30 minutes to set up a camera. I'm gonna send in this tape that looks like a million other people. It's just not, it's, it's brutal. Not, it's brutal. It's, it's brutal because I, feel I know for actors. I feel bad for them. My girlfriend's an actress. And so I get to, you know, obviously anyone that's seen or dated or lived with an actor knows how much work goes into each self tape. You got to learn the script and all. And yeah. then you go, you know, set up the camera. You got to get a reader. Is it a friend? Is it, do you tape it yourself? And you got to listen to your voice and like time it just right. It's, it's brutal. And then I am going through the casting process and like trying to be a good person. But by the end, you're a bad person. Yeah. You just you like, you start off, you're like, oh, I want to listen. And then by the next year, you're like, I, I hate their nose next. Right. Like right, you just, right. you just turn into a terrible person because right. you're like, I don't, you know, I got time. I've seen there's 500 submissions. I'm on number 20. Ugh. Like I got a, I got yeah. a next. And there's right now I'm auditioning some local people uh, from, from the place and, and you get some interesting stuff. Yeah, you get to one one edited a short film. I was like, maybe this is the commercial right here. Mm-hmm. It's full 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 edit, full covered the whole commercial. Two people in it. Like I was like, this my job is done. This is it. They I was they did a lot of work. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they didn't get the role. But um, you know, it's it's <laughs> you spend hours on these things it's that just lot, like dude. yeah yeah you yeah. work for a lot of hours with especially any the long guarantee. ones like the narrative ones give you like yeah. five to ten pages. You spend you know you get it they get you get your coaching yeah your one on one God that's you wild set it, yeah it's that's it's wild. it's a, I feel like in this day and age it's not the like it's you could spend your time. It, it's the lottery, right? Yeah. I, I think Zach yeah. Braff said it on uh, on the off-camera podcast. He was like, it's a lottery. If you're good looking or if you have a good look, you get a couple tickets. Mm-hmm. If you know people, you get a couple tickets. You've been in LA, you get tickets every year. You get some new tickets, mm-hmm. uh, your relationships. But you could have 1,000 tickets. You could have 10,000 tickets. You could have 100,000 lottery tickets and you yeah. can still not win the lottery. You're increasing your chances for sure. But that's it's it's not guaranteed it's brutal that's why like what you're doing i think which is so cool it's like carving your own path essentially yeah it's um i just i don't have an agent or manager i don't have any rep that is nuts yeah dude that is i nuts. know i get that same reaction well i know it is, but and, and trust me because my girlfriend uh like she, she her find her finding reps like it's like you would think there's some people you just go like you watch their stuff and you're like of course like, yeah any objectively objectively talented objectively can speak to audiences uh, and then, and then, yeah. And then, you know, the thing is though, over the years I was so, um, caught up in wanting some type of rep, like, you know, a CAA or WME or something like that, uh, to help facilitate new career paths. And I kind of gave up on that around 2019. Right. And then 2020, I was like, fuck it. This 2020 changed me, dude. 2020. I was like, dude, I don't need anybody, you know? And I really you realized can't see anybody. Yeah. Cause I got told I'm not essential. You know right, what I mean? Right, I, like right, I was right. told, and so were you. Like if yeah. you're in what we do, you're basically told that you're not essential totally. to the world. Um, so that kind of flipped a switch in my brain, and I was like, "No, all of you motherfuckers are not essential. Everybody else, no, like like the the old school hierarchy of how Hollywood works is now how Hollywood used to work. Right? Because now, if I can get enough of an audience built around my platforms on my own then I don't need an agent to pitch me. I need an agent to pitch themselves to me. Exactly. And then I can say, no, where were you four years ago when I had everything in mind that I'm currently doing now? Right. Fuck off. You know, not to say that I'll never have that. I would like that because at some point uh, you want to marry the two. I feel like you want to marry the the individualism. There are, I mean, I'm not, I don't know any oil tycoons that throw around millions of dollars to make features, No, uh, but they are out there, you know? Space Mavericks. Right, exactly. No Space Knights. I need a Space Knight to <laughs> yeah. fund my film. Um, but like my buddy Stevie Emerson is crowdfunding 100 grand to make his first feature. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. And then he's connected to a couple of people. Like, uh, and I think he's friends with Mark Cuban now because he did a couple of Shark Tank parodies. It's a good, he's friends good with the Jordan Belfort from Wolf of Wall, the Wolf of Wall Street guy. Also. Did a couple of parodies of him. Those guys love him. So like he's, he's naturally creating these awesome... Um, relationships right. with people that could potentially be working with him down the road. And I see that and I see other people doing that too. Like I have other friends in comedy uh, or in music too that are just so solo and independent putting out their own music, releasing independently right. and making 10x what somebody at Capitol Records would make. Yeah. Uh, and I see that and I'm like, well, what? That's it. That's the, new, that's, that's the new way. That's it. If I can put out like all the videos I put out, I feel like those are a mixtape. I'm just putting out mixtape after yeah, mixtape. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And then the album will be when Netflix says, Hey, we love all your mixtapes. You ready for an album? I'll be like, yeah, I'll put it. I'll put out some, something on Netflix. I'll, I'll, I'll work with a big corporate giant like right. that. 
but I'm not going to seek that out. And if they never come to me, I'm good. Yeah. Because I have all my people. Yeah. Like, so that's what I've been focused on for the past couple of years is just trying to uh, connect with like-minded people and, yeah. and, and, and make stuff that I love and have faith that all attract people who also love that stuff and have faith. I'm not the only one that likes what I make. You know what I mean? That was yeah. kind of the, the jump, jump off the high dive was like, okay, I just got to do what I like and just have faith that other people will like it too. Well, it's, it's so funny. Cause that aligns so much with, um, my path in many ways. Cause I feel like the metaphor for mine is like, I've had a machete just carving, yeah. carving through the jungle. Yep. Do I know if I'm going to, where do you go from the jungle? Not the jungle. You're trying to get from the jungle, not to the jungle, maybe mm -hmm. to a oasis. That's yep. deserts. One of those places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going somewhere that's not the jungle. Somewhere not the jungle. Some of the, yeah, the, an oasis is good. Yeah, oasis. You're yeah. going from macheting through. You're going to Necker Island. Going to Necker Island. Take yeah, it away you're from gonna be, yeah. yeah, a lot of mosquitoes there, by the way. It's not. Oh, yeah. gross. I don't want to go there. Necker Island yeah. without mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like in what my shift, I feel like COVID did that for a lot of people. For me, it was like, one, realizing that, like you said, I hadn't actually written anything that I was. So I was like, well, what am I? what am I going to say? What am I interested in? What? And it's naturally kind of found this comedy sci-fi. I'm generally an optimistic person. So I like, like when people have watched my stuff, they've been like, oh, it's funny black mirror or like lighthearted black mirror is kind of like a pitch mm -hmm. of like a voice, I guess. Cause you kind of have to, I'm sure you know, like for me as a director, they're like, who's no one's excited to hire me. So like, what am I, what am I, what do I got? Right. You know? And I love optimistic comedy and that's kind of like, like Ted Lasso is one of my favorite. Oh, things how good of a character is he? Love it. Amazing. And, and I loved, I've always loved Flight of the Conchords. Taika Waititi is like my hero. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's the, that's the, that's the path. Like I'll, I'll be like trying to do that. Um, this beginning of this year, it's, it finally seems feasible from like a really interesting perspective. Cause like Zubin, who's my creative partner, um, is he fills in all the gaps that I never had, which is basically everything business. Like I was not a, yeah. not a good, not a good businessman. Sure. Sure. Uh, I would get jobs, I'd get budgets and I'd be like, let's bring online producers or producers to, to, to work with that. Mm -hmm. Zubin is like, Hey, we can actually make a business from this with your skills and my skills together. We did this Facebook watch show, uh, for a guy named Tuan who, I don't know if you know Tuan, mm -mm. but he's with shot studios. Like they do Lele Pons and Rudy Mancuso and all those people. Cool. Um, but we did a Facebook watch with them and, and we, we co-wrote and co-directed and worked with Tuan and we made the Facebook show. They gave us money. We just handed them back the, the finished uh, eight episode series. And we we're like, wow, this worked really nicely. Mm -hmm. uh, this everything together from the beginning to the end was like, this is really great. Cause I'm sure you've been on, on shoots where like the budget feels strained and everybody knows yes. it's strained and it's just awful. Yes. This was, it, this was like an ensemble wedding in a mansion, uh, very big. And it was for no money. Wow. And we did it and it still felt like, Everybody was on the same page. Everybody's having fun. I was really proud of what we were able to achieve. It's called uh, Date of Honor. Um, but uh, finding stuff on Facebook is awful. Yeah. So I, no one will ever, <laughs> ever be Facebook able to find it. Facebook sucks for yeah. content. So, uh, but yeah, we, we did this series and we're like, okay, we got we to start something. So we're actually going to be doing uh, like a slate of movies. We're going to raise money for a slate. Much like you're talking about. For me, I, I never had reps handing me anything. All my stuff has been word of mouth. I've mm -hmm. somehow made a living. I feel like, my, I feel like the guy from um, Free Solo... Like yeah, I'm yeah, missing yeah. A part of my brain, yeah, yeah. where you just like <laughs> that, I'm climbing yeah, that piece of fear. They're like, "How are you gonna pay for rent?" And I'm just like, "I don't, I don't know." I don't know. And yeah. If I think about it, I'm gonna fall right. and I'm gonna die. Right. So I'm just gonna keep, and it just, you know. But that's the cool thing where like you get a call where you're like, "Oh, they're gonna fly you out to Cancun for a commercial," or like, and it, those are great, and you get one of those, and you're like, "Oh, I can live for another three months." But with the company, it's really interesting because it's like now we get money. Uh, there's so many middlemen in this city. Yeah. And and there is a world where everybody wins there's a world there's yeah. these budgets 
<laughs> in this yeah. magical land. And we've actually gotten these budgets. There's these budgets where, where you can pay people really well. You can, you can have office meals. You can have everybody wow. having a great time. You sure. can go out. You can go out, have like a, a fun event. We can go to dinner, take people to dinner. And, and then also take some production fee, also pay everyone well, also have a really good project, money ends up on the screen, and you have enough money to invest in other things. Like there is a world yeah. where that is. Yeah. When I've worked in this industry, I've always been around middlemen. They take they take like like criminal amounts of money and they just pocket it for doing nothing. Yeah. And so for me, what's really cool with this production company is we're able to like essentially cut out the middleman and anytime we're super transparent about it. I like transparency. Mm -hmm. I like knowing where, I'm, like even if someone, even if Brent, you're like, hey, Ryan, I got a job. It gave me hundred grand. I'm pocketing eighty, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna give you twenty. Like I'd be like, I'd be like, listen, that's you know, that's a little obscene. Yeah. But but hey, I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate your and honesty. Let's move forward <laughs> and and enjoy your eighty grand. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe if we go a little over budget, you might help. Well, uh, yeah, maybe not. Uh, that's like because some some of these shows that we were working on, like literally, like the, the, like a, a brand like a brand will come with two million dollars, and they'll say, hey, you know, they'll come to a company. Here's two million dollars. We want we want like you know this much back. So, the, so immediately, just from the get-go, they pocket half of it. Right. So, so now they have a million dollars. So mm -hmm. that's just that's just the start. That's crazy. And then they go out of the million dollars and they go like, all right, million dollars we want to make. How many things we want to make? Ten of them. So make a hundred thousand each. But no, then but then there's the talent and talent uh, who's like the, they get half of it. So right. so let's make five two hundred grand. But out of the two hundred grand, the talent gets half. So that's hundred grand. So now the production gets a hundred grand to work with to make their project. And whereas in that is ridiculous. Oh to man, me. yeah. And that. I, I've kind of seen the the veil. I'm probably gonna get in trouble. Like people are gonna be nah, like, "Oh, dude, don't, lift don't the veil, say these dude. things." Hollywood's done. Dude. Like there's these numbers that We're trying people, to remake Hollywood. And 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 to me, I'm like, you know, there is a world where, like for example, block shooting features. Like the idea of renting yeah. crew for for four months, you shoot three features back to back to back. Yeah, you can make that happen. You can you can employ people for it, and you can pay them good rates, and you can get that done for for a, a, a very low amount of money. Because obviously, the, the goal when you're making your first movie is to make it for as little amount of money and make people as much money back. Yes. Right? Um, and I found there's like so many dark little Hollywood secrets that people do. And like, you know, most people approach movies and they go like, oh, we're going to make a slate of six, mo six movies. And they know, they know they're not going to make all six. They so go they over budget it and well, they, pocket they, like two movies yeah, worth of money. Yeah, so they'll, they'll they'll make their slate. They'll get their slate of like uh like six movies, and they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, and, and the the money's gonna fund the first three, and then they go, okay, then the first three get, and then the profits are gonna fund the last three. But you and I know what yeah. about the profits? Yeah, profits are it's like profits. the the twentieth most grossing movie I think in of any movie like successful any movie twentieth highest grossing was like not more more than a million. Wow. That's the reality of that's budgets. Wild. So like yeah. that's that's like number twenty. If you're twentieth highest grossing indie film, I feel like that's a pretty good out of the thousands of movies made. You would assume, and that's how much money you're making. And in this, bucks. and obviously with streamers and everything, everything's kind of changed. It's a there's no one talks about numbers. No one talks about like how much people are making. But ultimately, make it for as little amount as possible. Try to and then you know try to sell it, make money. Get money. Or for us, what it's going to be is we get these commercial projects. Those projects put money into the company. That company funds it itself. That's yeah. what we want to be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's what we want. So it's similar to what you're talking about. It's like I'm t uh, everyone when when because like people are like to asking me. People love to ask like, what genre are you? Like, what are you? You comedy? You like you like make this? You make sci-fi? You want to like? And I'm just like I want to tell stories that I care about. Yeah. The way that I want to tell them. Yeah. And I want to, that's what I want to do. And, and maybe sometimes they're funny, maybe sometimes they're not, but I want to make, and I generally end up making stuff that's funny, but like, or that I, I'm drawn to stuff that I, I, I think makes me laugh. But like, ultimately 
that's 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 the veil that I'm pulling back. It's like people are like coming to me being like, I just lost my train of thought in the middle of that sentence. No, yeah, yeah. What was I saying? People are coming to you. Uh, you're talking about what? what oh, the brand. So make. yeah, so yeah. So then I just like I, but they won't do that until you make your own project and they go, oh, I want that. Yeah. Like you're talking about. Yeah. So like, people will come to you and be like, I see Brent Pella. I see what he's doing. I want that. I want that. I want a show of that. But mm-hmm. if you didn't, if you're just pitching your show without that, without showing them what they'd be getting, right? It's kind of almost impossible. I feel like in this right. day and age. Yeah. So it's it's for me, it's like like the Daniels. I think are a really great example. Oh, I love the Daniels. They're incredible. They're like, so good. Imagine them pitching the standard way. Like, Dude, imagine them pissing, pitching Swiss, Swiss Army. Right. Like, like what? A farting corpse. Like, right. How right. are you going to... We're riding a farting corpse like a jet ski. Here's $10 million. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. They'd be like, great. That sounds like a... But, but they were able to build their brand and yes. then no one else can do what they do. Yeah. And so you know if you're getting the money that you're getting their mo- their movie back. Like right. you're getting a Daniels movie back. And yeah. I think that's to me the model that, that I try to kind of follow is like I want to make a movie that people go, okay, I'm going to see Ryan Turner stuff. I like his stuff. I want to see another movie by him. Yeah. And then let's give him some money. I like a script. Yeah. That's awesome. Who who else do you look up to besides, aside from the Daniels? Who else are some of the directors that come to mind when you think of people that have crafted their own uh, voice through filmmaking specifically? I mean, Edgar Wright. (laughs) That's who I was going to (laughs) say. I love favorite him. director of all time. He's so yeah, talented. he's my favorite director of all time. Have you uh, have you seen the trailer? Uh, you don't need to have seen these, but I've done a couple of sketches that are very heavily inspired by by the stylistically. Yeah, one was um, when when he takes role play too seriously. No, I, I need sh- to see that. I shot with this girl, Madison Morgan. She's okay. A, she's an OnlyFans model, um, and she's a porn star. She goes by that. She's okay with that. Love you, Madison. And she. Um, she came out, she was in LA and we shot this sketch where uh, she's trying to hook up with me, but I'm like taking the role play way too seriously. And I stylized it as close to baby driver as I could. Oh dude. And it, I mean, it's a sketch with zero I know, budget, but, but still, but you could tell when you watch it. And so I, and I also kind of adopted his, um, his, uh, what would you call that? Like a smash zoom, that smash zoom. Ins- yeah. 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 His transition. Montage style. Yeah. With yeah. The- <laughs> Yeah, ping, you know, yeah. all that stuff. So I've I've adopted that and, and tried to make it my own in a way. I love that. Uh, and you know, constantly moving camera is something I love. Um, so I don't like probably one out of every fifteen sketches uh, that come to me give me the ability to do something stylistically like that. Right. The rest of them are like you know they're internet sketches. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's handheld, it's zoomy. But there's a couple that I could show and say like, hey. I know what I'm doing here. Right. You know what I mean? Cause I direct yeah. all my own stuff too. And I'm trying to learn the language yeah. of the director more as far as, you know, lenses and F stops and all that stuff. But, that comes with just, but that yeah. comes with time. You know what I mean? Who, who else? Uh, Bong Joon-ho, which is cool that he's still popular now. Like with Parasite. Yeah. Parasite. Yeah. Cause I, mother is one of my favorite movies. It's I his, haven't seen mother yet. It's, 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 it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, and I, I saw the host actually my first, Oh, I saw the host. The, the first Bong Joon-ho thing I saw was in actually Tokyo. There's three shorts. And Bong Joon-ho made one of the shorts. It was about a agoraphobic guy. And stylistically, he does so many interesting things. Mm-hmm. He's always trying. His blend of genre. Korean cinema is my favorite cinema in oh, general. Oh, cool. Really? Because I love that it blends genres. Like yeah. you, like in a Bong Joon-ho movie, you could be laughing one moment and then crying literally the next moment. Yeah. And, and, and it hits a punch. Like it, it, it really packs a punch. And I like his Korean films better than his English films, although I think his English films have some great stuff in them too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love, I love Mother. I love Parasite. 
Memories of Murder is absolutely brilliant. Cool. Um, the host. So yeah, Bong Joon Ho, another big. I, I mentioned Taika Waititi. He's he's yeah. he's been my favorite. I've seen Taika's like great. I mean, Fly to the Concords is like my they're my comedy heroes. Oh cool, absolute comedy. That's heroes. awesome. What we yeah. did in the shadows, one of my favorite. Wow, all-time that's comedies. the Lonely Island for me. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, obviously, I, can I mean, see pop, the... pop Star is one of the top five comedy films of all time. To me. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was so underrated. Um, I probably because of marketing. I think. Do you take that into consideration as as you move toward yeah. features? Because marketing is is it's like marketing a new alcohol beverage. Yeah. Like people aren't care aren't caring so much about what the alcohol is as much as how the product speaks to them from the shelf or from the page or from the screen. Right. Um, and so I've been thinking about that more when it, when I'm, I'm working on two feature scripts right now, nice. as, as is everybody else in LA. Uh, but you know, I'm thinking about that, like marketing wise pop star kind of failed marketing right. wise. If you remember they it, it was marketed as like a Justin Bieber parody, but it was very like, you didn't know when you saw a commercial that it was for a mock doc. Right. And you didn't know, what like it felt like weirdly i don't know how to describe it juvenile like childish kind of like it felt like just a straight up bieber parody like a sketch kind of and very broad they showed the broadest broad. of jokes yeah, like, yeah. And it was the all the um the posters and the billboards were just the, the sealed joke sparkly they, I think and, they they, yeah. they sold with the wolves and you're right, like right right yeah. right like what the fuck uh but man that movie is just so funny and, yeah and and yeah i i I definitely, I feel like, you know, anytime I'm filming, whether it's a short or something, I'm always trying to think of like, what's the poster going to be? What are, yeah. what's the, what's, the, what's the people's leg in? And I mean, I, I never know anymore. Like I, at the same time as I was doing the I'm Not Game Music video, which I had no idea would be big. I was doing this series uh, for this company, Fishbowl Worldwide, which did America's Funniest Some Videos. I pitched them mm-hmm. and it was the biggest thing because they gave me money to make something. And I was like, I spent, I spend money to make stuff. I can actually get money to make something. Right, right. And so we did this show. It was a man on the street called The Nikolai Show. And I loved, another guy, another guy I love is, is uh, 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 Sasha Baron Cohen. I That's every my allergy. favorite dude of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I, I loved Man on the Street stuff. And so we did yeah. a bunch of these. It was The Nikolai Show. They were like, oh, we're going we're gonna to get this to HBO once you make it. You know, they gave me like $1,000 to make like eight episodes yeah. of like, you know, five minutes each. And, and, and I, I, like, I was just like, oh, I can buy people food and I can like get a camera. Right. So we went to Hollywood Boulevard with my buddy, my roommate, Sasha. He's a really talented actor. And like, the, we, yeah, we, we filmed that. And that, no one saw that. You yeah. can't even like search it. Like it's like, it's, they, I don't know what they did with it. <laughs> and, and I was like, but when I was making, I was like, this is going to be big. Yeah. This is going to be very big. Cause there's so many funny jokes. Like we make fun of the accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the jokes uh, probably would not age well. Uh, cause, cause in, in Sasha's Russian and his family, uh, pronounces rap as rape. Oh my God. Um, and so he was asking people their favorite music genre. Hilarious. And do you um, like rape? Like R. Kelly rape. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was, it was a uh, very, uh, oh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how that would, uh, play today, but I think it's yeah. very funny still. But, um, yeah, so there was a lot of that kind of stuff and, um, that didn't, didn't go anywhere. And then I'm not gay, which was put up like on 2 a.m. on a Tuesday, Mm-hmm. got on the front page of Reddit the next day and like right, blew exploded, up and yeah. it, it's like who knows who knows what gets bigger when all you can control is the quality of what you do Yeah, and I think you know within the you, you want to get a good distribution you don't want to get it tabled you don't want to get just put on some table like somewhere like uh, a friend of mine who had a New York Times bestseller told me like he was with one of the biggest publishers and they promised him the world they're like they're like, yeah. oh yeah you got signed by us we're going to put it in all the Barnes and Nobles whatever front front not front page front 
uh, bookshelf or yeah, whatever. Front bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Top bookshelf. Top bookshelf, baby. Top shelf. I love uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's eye level. Uh, and and he told me he was like, I he ended up making a viral campaign himself. Um, and 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 he was like, and then and then it became best te- uh, New York Times bestseller. And he 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 was like, it, and then they came back to him. They're like, see? Yeah. And he's like, dude, you guys didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. <laughs> And and it, it's crazy because it's it's like that you know the Duplass like you seen that speech the Cavalry's never coming like the, it's the a Duplass great, brothers yeah, yeah they yeah, gave yeah. a really great speech in like Sundance or Slam Dance one of them yeah. and it was basically like about the Cavalry's never coming and that to me is what it's about with like when you make something yeah and and so yeah I mean my first we're, we're actually making a feature uh, this November we're shooting one with our company cool. we're very excited about it it's a very limited in scope could be made for very little money and it's really original really cool. And then, and, and this is like the shift in me because I think earlier on I would have been like, I want to make, I'm in my company, my feature first. Like right, me right, first, right. please. So you're not directing this one? No, I'm not. Oh, wow. We're just doing it through the company and we're- you producing? We're producing, yeah. Like yeah. creatively overseeing, like we're running it through our company. Um, it, it's going to be, you know, we're going to give it everything we have. Awesome. And, and um, we have, our, we're talking with locations now. Like the script is really incredible. Like objectively cool. very, very good. What's the genre? Um, it's 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 hard to define. It's kind cool. of like a mystery buddy Beast comedy. Of the Southern Wild. Roma- yeah, Beast of Southern Wild. Yeah, Beast of Southern Wild. <laughs> Meets with wedding a Russian crashers. guy that right. says that Rick. Says Rick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meets Wedding Crashes. <laughs> but just the end of Wedding Crashes. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just the part where he finds himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's really, it's uh, to me, it's a really important message. Like, uh, and, uh, like it's not a message, it's not a preachy movie, but it's it's something I really resonated with as a male. It's kind of like look internal look inward kind of movie uh, mm-hmm. where the guy, you know, it starts off being kind of like, oh, these people are crazy. And then he's like, wait, I might be, have something to do with that. Cool. Um, so we're, but yeah, we're doing that. And then my new draft will be coming out. Hopefully I'll be starting to raise money for that. Um, and then, yeah, when we make it, the, to me, <laughs> this is like our Northern Light. I obviously make it for as little amount as possible. Try to get anybody that can help sell it because that's the first thing they ask. I have yes. a buddy that just made a, a million dollar movie and then the first, everyone's just, he's so depressed because he's just like, everyone's like, who's in it? And he's like, he's like me and, you know, yeah. uh, and people are in it, but like no one that you could, if they're like, yeah, I don't know that guy. Oh, and wow. so the buyers of movies care about that. They a do. Lot. They, they do. care about, yeah, a lot about especially that. if people in China like the actor. Oh yeah. That's huge. Yeah. It big really Chinese. Is. Yeah. Yeah. China loves movies. They do. They love American movies. They do. Fast mm-hmm. and Furious. Amazing. Kills it. Incredible. Slays there. Yeah. That's yeah. why John Cena had to apologize. Did you hear what happened when that oh, happened? Oh yeah. Him and LeBron Woo! both. Yeah. Dude. That's some crazy shit, dude. Yeah, but yeah. there's no but really because I just don't agree with <laughs> yeah, it. But, I don't, I don't. but uh, I wouldn't I, do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have apologized. I wouldn't either. But I also probably wouldn't have even broached the subject. Yeah, I would have stayed. You stayed away from that. There's a way to just stay away from it entirely. If you're asked about it, it's tough to stay away from it. Yeah, if you're asked like, hey, what do you think? Uh, do you think Kong. people in Taiwan will like this movie? Then I'd probably say like, yeah. Do you think the people in the country of Taiwan would like this movie? I'd probably, I'd, pr- I'd say yes, but I wouldn't be like, hey, Taiwan's a country. Right, yeah. Uh, but I don't know, maybe I would, because fuck, who cares? Right, you know like, I mean? like I, the, if you're, it's you're my a, movie, I don't This know. is like very existential. You have a yeah. finite amount of time on this earth. Yeah. Money is obviously a factor, but like, it's not the factor for me. Like money, if good, I, I would good, not be in good. film if I cared about money. Like if I would you be, in, be, I'd be oh, an accountant. God. I would yeah, be, yeah, yeah. I'd be doing numbers somewhere. Yeah. And in, a, in making money and then going in box seats. That's yeah. what I'd be doing. Yeah. Yeah. But right now I'm not in box seats. I'm I'm in my We're on our way, baby. Yeah, we're, we're, st- on we're our still way. being pinballed around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, pinball pinball the diamond. The diamond will be in the box seat soon. But no, exactly. I think I think honestly, yeah, it's it's uh making making what you want 
uh, obviously in terms of sales, I think, you know, if it's good, you can't control that. You can't control that. All you can control is if it's good and if it resonates with you. Hopefully you take a festival circuit, it resonates with audience, resonates with sale- sellers. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking for more content these days. You make yeah. it for cheap enough that, that when they do buy it, you make money back. People, the investors get their money back. They're happy. Yeah. That's all that matters. And then you're going to make a next movie. Yeah. And, that's, and then you get to keep creating and get, getting better creating. as you go. You know, we look, have to a, talk, look at we, Scorsese, dude. Scor- oh, yeah. He's 90, 100 years old. He's making another movie right now. He's in production. That's the funniest thing for me because like, you have actors like De Niro, very shy, very camera shy like in terms of the press. Yes. Super talented, obviously. Yeah. Objectively, one of the most talented actors around. Yeah. And like you don't pair him up with Scorsese. Like, imagine telling like someone like De Niro that they have to create an Instagram channel making his own content like you know it's like the that's what he but this day and age like you know like my 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 roommate sasha who i've mentioned a few times he's doing it the the standard like the standard audition way he did win a little bit of a lottery Mm -hmm. um you know he's been on like better call saul he's been in get shorty and stuff and Mm -hmm. but he won he won he won he won a lottery Mm -hmm. and uh and it's it's great not everyone can win the lottery like with, with the you know i don't i i don't have like reps giving me work you know, yeah. similar to you, like, and I, I feel similar to you, like, when it comes time, it'll be about like, hey, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do that I'm not, like, I'm making a living, and I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna create my own content. If there was good enough scripts that you're giving it to me as like an unknown director, they're probably not good. Yeah, like, they're probably yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You're not that, getting the pick of the litter. You're not getting yeah. the. But the, the thing, anytime you do get an opportunity, you execute. You specifically, you do, I've, and I've seen it which is cool. Yeah. Um, I, we got to wrap this up because yep. I got to drive up to Santa Barbara. But as we do, what are your favorite movies of the recent years? Recent oh, years. Man. Give me like in the past. Do you watch a lot of movies? I'm going to pull this out. Pull it out. Because yeah. I've been I've, finding I've, uh, that I've, dude, I've been watching three movies a week minimum for uh, that's like a, that's a, a year. Great, that's a great thing to do. I've been watching so many movies. So I have a checklist of all okay. my movies right here. I have, a, I have my checklist and I oh, check. Oh, nice. Okay. Anytime. You know, it's really depressing when you can't. It's like 800 movies on here, but yeah. when, when you have to add it and then check it off, so you don't. Um, let's see, what did I see? What did I see? Oh no, it's at the bottom. That's the that's the oldest. Let me let me start by throw by throwing you a couple that okay. I've seen recently. Uh, first things first, I rewatched Inglorious Bastards last night. Yeah, incredible. It's a great movie. Just Christoph Waltz is um, an ungodly talented uh, person. Uh, 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 another round was amazing. Who's that, um, one? that was uh, with Mads Mikkelsen. It won Best Foreign Film at the Oscars this year. Okay, cool. It's really great. Soul. Soul. Incredible. Loved it. Um, did you see, uh, uh, what was it? The Witch? I Oh, I know it. Are you into horror at all? Uh, uh, I know. Or yeah, like Edgar's Roger, yeah, style, yeah, yeah, style yeah, yeah, horror? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, saw, I, I actually really liked Green Knight. Saw that like two nights ago. Green, Green Knight. What? Green Knight. Green the Green Knight. Knight just came out. Uh, the Green Knight, uh, Palm Springs. I really love. Love Palm Springs. That's the style of movie I actually want to make. It, I can see like that. a sci-fi comedy. It was kind of. It was more fantasy maybe than sci-fi. Yeah. But I want to like I have a concept for a feature that's like a you gotta high, send me that. Yeah, I'll you gotta send me that. Yeah, we'll talk. Um, uh, I. You know what? A movie I'm gonna see that I know I'm gonna love, and this is weird to say. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna really love Pig. Have you heard about? I haven't. Uh. Uh. So Nicolas Cage new movie. Oh, I out. saw the trailer uh, on YouTube. Haven't seen anything. Yeah, he's the former chef. Yeah, yeah, we got to see. That. Haven't seen. Got to yeah, see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's actually going to be really. I good. think I'm going to really like. Gonna that. I think really I'm good. really going to like that. Did you see Hereditary? I have not seen. Dude, Hereditary. that was this motherfucker. I, oh, uh, did you see? Uh, I saw Midsummer. Mid- yeah, Midsummer is the second movie by this guy. Yeah, His yeah, first yeah. movie is Hereditary. 
The dude is nuts. He's yeah. what's the, what's his name? Do you know off the top of your head? I'll look yeah, it up. Yeah, Ari Aster. Yes, Ari Aster, I believe. Ari Aster. Uh, he directed Hereditary. Was his first ever movie. Midsummer was his second movie. Yeah. Fucking unreal. Yeah. What what a back to back showing okay. as a, as a director. And these two, I'm really excited about because Please. these two movies are Paddington one and two are joys. <laughs> are just absolute really? joys. I will say I will die on the hill. Oh Paddington my God. one and two. You I haven't will, seen them. You'll have like if just you haven't so much seen fun. them, I'm just so excited for the the incredible just hug of a movie. This sure, is. sure, sure. It is, it is especially Paddington two. Paddington one great. Yeah. Paddington two, incredible. Okay. Objectively incredible. Okay. I think you know, and then we are going back. Parasite, w- Parasite incredible yeah. movie. Yeah. I I already know I'm gonna love the new pirate show. Um, mm-hmm. that that uh, I loved Dark the TV show. I Didn't loved that on that. Netflix. Didn't really that. good yeah. time travel German show. Okay. Yeah. Did you I watch Handmaid's Tale? I have not. We, we, yeah, we keep. I see. <laughs> Gotta watch a, I, 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 I have a like a. I'm getting I, your sense. I'm getting. Yeah, your Midsommar. Taste. Midsommar. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. Kind of ruined my day. Uh, yeah. It was. It was pretty. I watched brutal. it high. Yeah, oh, that's. I was gone. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Watching humans. Uh. Yeah. Get murdered like that. Oh man. Let me give you two. Um. That are low budget indies okay. flicks okay. that I thought were really good. Uh, one was, Eric, I'll give you three. One okay, was Another Earth. Another Earth. Did you see that? I it's did from not. the group of friends and filmmakers. They've made a couple movies together. Um, I think I've heard of it. Yeah. Another Earth. Oh, man. What are these people? I think they have a name for their group, or maybe they don't. But the lead actress is in a bunch of stuff. And her name is Britt Marling. Okay. Yeah. So Britt Marling, she's been in a bunch of things made by the same group of friends. Um, watch Another Earth. Okay. Another uh, Earth. I Origins. That's actually a bigger budget thing. She's in that one too. Also don't know. All right. Another Earth. Have you seen um, The Endless? No. Write down The Endless. The Endless. Yeah. And okay. Coherence. Okay. Those are three movies I'm going to watch. Yes. That's oh, be, amazing. Be this, week, this week's done. Yes, dude. I think uh, Coherence and The Endless were both made for 100K or less. That's nuts. And Another Earth probably could have been as well. I think Another that Earth was insane. a couple hundred thousand. But those first two, Coherence and The Endless, Coherence is fucking insane. Okay. It's crazy. And it, not in like a big budget Michael Bay type way, but in an um, intellectual like thought provoking type way. Like, uh, uh, what's that one? Uh, the Primer. Yes. Yes, exactly. Also made like for primer. a budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and The Endless is just cool because it's, it's cool to see what they can do for no money. Yeah. But I'm excited to see what you can do for money from now on. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we got some exciting stuff brewing. Where so. can people find you? So RyanTurnerProductions.com is my website. That's the only place that all my random stuff is all coordinated. Mm-hmm. Echo Bend Pictures is my production company. Um, so, and we're revamping our website now that like we got money. I never had money to revamp website. Now, now you we got get, website money. We got website, you got website money. money, dude. It feels good. It's expensive. It doesn't feel good to spend that money, but right. it feels good to, to have the money, <laughs> to have to, the spend. money to spend. Yeah. 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 So that's Echo Ben pictures and Ryan Turner productions director dot Ryan Turner on Instagram. Cool. And, um, yeah. And we'll be, we'll, we need it. We need it outside of this too, for sure. Send yeah. Let's grab, we'll grab coffee. We'll do an LA thing we'll grab and it coffee. won't take, we did the thing to, to do this podcast, the classic LA thing where we just bounce dates back and forth for like three weeks. It was good. But now that it happened, we're on a roll now. This is so oh, now I feel it. Yeah. I feel the role. Now we'll, we'll only have one reschedule. Momentum next is time. Yeah. The momentum is there. And have a great trip to Santa Barbara. I, Thanks, dude. I miss. Yeah. We, we, you see Santa Barbara is how we know each other. So yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. how. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude. Love you. Good to see you. Love you too, brother. Bye everybody. See ya. 
That's it. Thank you guys so much for checking out the show and hanging and vibing and chilling. Shout out to Bioptimizers. Get 10% off at magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella for uh, the, my, my favorite supplement that I take every day. And follow Ryan. Keep up with Ryan Turner, director.ryanturner on, on uh, Instagram, and keep up with all of this stuff. I got a bunch of shows coming up that I should have plugged at the beginning because now it's the end of the episode and people have already turned it off by now. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm at San Francisco Cobbs this weekend, Cobbs Comedy Club in San Francisco, opening for uh, JP, JP Sears. Um, and I'm going to Tacoma, headlining Thursday, August 26th at the Tacoma Comedy Club up in Washington. All other dates at brentpella.com slash shows. And I love you guys so much. Hey, have a great week. See ya.